Being mindful is the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis, which can be extremely important while trying to understand and learn more about mental health. So let me welcome you to Mindful Thoughts. My name is Dolores, and I feel like my mission in life is to help break down those barriers around mental wellness by sharing personal stories, tips, and confessions of mental health to help us shine a light on mental wellness. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in. I have a confession to make, and that confession is that I have believed too many myths about mental wellness. The reason I say this is because I have struggled with my depression and my anxiety and then, you know, within the last few years realizing that I probably have ADD because so many symptoms of that relate to me that I've just realized that there are so many myths out there about mental health that I think everybody starts to believe when they feel their loneliness and I can tell you that There were three for me that stood out when I actually researched some of the myths out there and some of the myths I believe myself and there were three to me that I was like, wow, I can't believe these are ones that like I actually thought about myself and that probably so many other people think about as well. So my first myth that I believed that it's way too much pressure to think you should feel good and there's something wrong with you if you don't. For the longest time when I suffered with depression, I thought I had to be happy. I thought I had to not show people that side. And I actually had someone in my life that when I look back at I'm like, I can't believe they said this to me. They told me that people would always take advantage of me and get under my skin because I was too weak and I was too nice and that I needed to be stronger. And when I thought about that is I was like, you know, it it just sucks that when you are going through something, you think that you need to be happy and that you think you need to feel good all the time. And when you don't, then that means something is wrong with you. Do you know the goal of mental wellness isn't to regularly feel good? It's to compassionately manage our minds when we don't feel good and appreciate the times that we do. Not every single day is good and not every single day is bad. But on those bad days, it is okay to have bad days and it's okay not to feel good and it's okay not to feel good about yourself. And for a long time, I didn't feel like that. I felt like I had to put on this fake mask and this fake front so then everybody thought I had this well put together life and that I was happy and everything was okay and everything was good when it wasn't. And when I finally realized that I didn't have to be like that, I could really authentically start to be myself. I could be myself on those days I don't feel like myself. I could tell those people that I don't feel like myself and that's just how my day is going. Like, I don't feel like I have to become somebody else just so everybody else is happy. And I think that some of us couldn't relate with that because we feel like if we're not regularly happy, then something is wrong with us and that's just not right. You don't have to be happy all the time and you don't have to feel good all the time. 
It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel all the emotions. It's okay to go through the emotions. And there's nothing wrong with you. I'm telling you, it took me a long time to realize that when that person said that to me, it hit me so hard that I was like, they're right. I have to become the stronger version of myself. No, I don't. I'm someone who suffers from depression, who has very bad days, who, who their anxiety gets so much and holds them back from things, and that's okay. I'm someone that can wake up in the morning depressed, and I feel depressed the rest of the day. Yes, I can still laugh and have a good time, but that's how I feel, and I'm not going to be ashamed for feeling that way and not feeling good that day and not feeling like myself. I'm not going to punish myself for that. That's just who I am, and that's what I go through, and that's okay. The second myth that stood out with, to me was that you only need to take care of your mental health if you have a mental health condition. Now, this is not true. Everybody can benefit from taking action steps to promote their well-being and improve their mental health. Similarly, everyone can take action steps and engage in healthy habits to optimize their physical health. So. To take care of your mental health does not mean you're only taking care of it because you have a mental health condition. You can take care of your mental health even if you're not suffering from anything. You need to take care of yourself no matter what. Emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it is, you should always take care of your body because you only have one. Everybody at some point in their life can take care of their mental health you know, with meditation, journaling, taking baths, working out can be both for your mental and physical health. You don't just take care of your mental health because you have a mental health condition. Like, that is so false. And that needs to be something that needs to be chopped off the, men the like, myth list. Is that no matter who you are, no matter if you're suffering or not, no matter if you're watching somebody else suffer... You can take care of your mental health if you want to, and nobody should judge you for that. And I think that people think if they tell people that they're doing that, then those people think, oh, well, they must be suffering for something. No, that's not true. You could be suffering from nothing and still want to take care of your body and your mind and your soul. So let's all just take care of ourselves. And if you want to take care of your mental health and you're not struggling, go for it. You're absolutely allowed to, and don't let anybody make you think otherwise. And number three, the myth that we need to kill the most is that nothing can be done to protect people from developing a mental health condition. Many factors can protect people from developing a mental health condition, including strengthening social and emotional skills, seeking help, and getting support early on. Developing support, loving and warm family relationships, and having a positive school environment and healthy sleep patterns. The ability to overcome adversity relies on a combination of protective factors, and neither environmental nor individual stressors alone will necessarily result in a mental health problem. You can do everything in your life to protect the ones you love, to protect them from harm, to protect them from stressing, to protect them from anything that's abusive to them. But for many of us, 
without even realizing it, we go through very stressful and traumatic life events that trigger something in us that make these mental health conditions come up. No matter how much we try to protect the people we love from developing something, it's something that you just can't always protect them from. I am somebody that would have never thought I was struggling from depression until talking to my fiance about it and finally realizing that's what I was going through and having panic attacks and my anxiety. Like I never thought that these were something I was struggling with. Even with ADD, like I never saw these things because it was just something that was normal to me until someone pointed them out like my fiance. He's like, oh no, you definitely have it. And then looking up the symptoms and the things that are associated with it, that I associated with, I was like, wow. Growing up, I never dealt with depression and being sad. My depression happened because I went through a very traumatic experience with my ex-boyfriend where I was emotionally abused for six years. I was talked down to, I was told that I wasn't good enough and I wasn't skinny enough. I have body issues because of that relationship. And I went through a lot of traumatic stuff over that six years when I was with somebody who I thought loved me but didn't love me and I didn't realize it until after I left and I got into this relationship with my fiance like how much turmoil that really had on me and when I would cry for no reason or someone would say something that would trigger a memory or a thought or a word that was said to me that I would just break down. I never had that go growing up all my life into high school, from like elementary to high school. It was only when I was in that relationship and I removed myself from the relationship that that trauma came up for me, that that was something that happened in my life that I'll never forget. With anxiety, I think I had it my whole life because I can remember times in school where I was like, like agitated and I fidgeted and I... I my foot would you know I would move my body and my foot and I could feel like the anxiety coming up and then when I got older I realized wow that's what I was suffering from from all those years and kind of like my ADD too like I had one teacher that pointed it out and the older that I got like I realized with the things that I do and how I have to like be doing multiple things at a time how much I associate with that but it's like no matter how much my parents would have tried, and they did try to protect me from that relationship and try to tell me that it wasn't something that was for me and I need to get out of it, I was so in love at that point and so protective of him that like no matter what anybody would have told me, it wouldn't have changed what I did and how I felt and anything wouldn't have changed because I was so stubborn and I thought everybody was wrong. And when I took myself out of that relationship and realized that all these people were right for so long, that it was amazing to me that I was like, if I just would have listened, I would have never gone through that traumatic life event that caused me to have depression for so many years and to suffer from it constantly when I look in the mirror and I tear myself apart. And then that trigger something in me and I break down and I cry because I just feel worthless and unloved and I don't feel like I'm I'm worth anything and it's tough so 
when I thought about, you know, these things over the years that, like, I think people just believe that are just myths about mental health, it's because they don't understand. A myth is something that comes up when you completely don't understand what you're talking about. That's something that scares you because it's different. So we just make up myths of what we think that make people fear that subject. So when somebody talks about mental health, they always make up those words that say, well, somebody else has it worse than you. Why can't you just always be happy? Oh, you say this is wrong with you, but I think it's all on your head. Those are just myths. Those are things that people have said over time that people are like, well, I just don't understand. It's because you don't understand. You refuse to learn what is really going on with people that you love and care about. And maybe if you took that moment to really realize what those people are going through and to connect with them and to learn about what you're going through, you would understand more. And these myths that have come up because people don't understand would slowly be cut away. Because more people would be learning and more people would be understanding and more people would open up and share how they're going through it and how they feel to help people understand more. So busting the myth of mental wellness is more on the fact that people just need to be more open to learning more about it. And once they learn more about it, then the myths that they have around it can be broken down because they'll learn that what they've learned over the years is not real and it's not like tangible information. So I wanted to share that with you today because my confession for mental health today is that I've believed myths surrounding mental health for too long and now I'm ready to bust those myths right open and start living a life where I'm not in fear of what other people are going to think and how other people are going to react to me. So I would love for you guys to come over and comment on Instagram or comment on this YouTube video. If you're listening on the podcast, go over to YouTube and comment one myth that you've associated with yourself that you believed for so many years and now that you've been able to really work on your mental health and figure it out, it is one that you no longer believe and you hope and you wish that other people just would break that myth and not believe anymore. Because if we start to break them, it'll help other people break them. So let's go break all of those mental health and wellness myths that people are believing every day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. And you know what would be so amazing? If you shared, left a comment, and liked this episode. Any type of support and love for this podcast is going to help it grow more and more every day. I'm so grateful to have you here, and I'll talk to you again soon.